0: Yo, yo, yo! You're listening to Young Funk Radio live from Caledonian University today in Australia. <laughs> I don't know. Coming that... from Down Under. Is it a Down Under accent? I don't know. I now I've so. gone to kind of like England somewhere. <laughs> a bit of Essex. <laughs> Good start. We're back, everyone. Back. Progressing through the accents, through the regions, until yes. we finally reached. I thought we'd start with a, a big, situation. a big start. I was gonna say big finish. It's not the end. It's not. It's not. You can't start with a big finish. Of no, we can't start with a big finish. <laughs> right. Now the big finish is gonna have to be bigger than the big start. Oh now You're oh, talking about no. it up and. Oh, it's gonna it's be amazing, gonna be guys. No, it's not. It's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be, be terrible. <laughs> Don't even listen. Cheer up now. My big finish is gonna be. <laughs> So, we are at a new location. Yes, if you didn't hear me in the uh, big start, (laughs) it's Caledonian University. Now, did you know Glasgow Caledonian University is the third of the three Glasgow universities? It's the newest. And it's well known for its uh, business study courses and uh, nursing. Ah, okay. That's what I see on my tour. I really just wish I had filmed you because you had this sheepish little smile on your face. That's my tour guide smile. (laughs) a tour guide is that what people yeah. have to look at oh <laughs> you're like crazy grin <laughs> and me shouting i'm valley it's spelled with an image <laughs> yes that's what they have to deal with on my tour but they love it so they tip you sometimes not today. d bloody bum. today's the day for it it's the weather's out i know but people sometimes if you're doing tours in the afternoon people just want to get back to the hotel and start drinking you know it's the morning tours, you get the tips because they are on to experience the city and see where they are and find their feet and you make them feel welcome and they have to put money in your hand. Why would you go to a city that you probably haven't been to before mm-hmm. and go exploring and then go, oh yeah, I'm just going to go home to my hotel and drink all night. <laughs> well, I don't like, know. Like I know people do that. People yeah. just stay in their hotels and they're well, happy Well, they're probably the going out for a meal or something which I'm never invited to, by the way. No one just is making such good friends with you on your tour cool. that they're like, "Come with us, Barry." I had this kind day. of image in my head before I started tour guiding
1: mm-hmm. that I'd
0: be so good that people would be like, "Right, we'll pay you to spend the night with us, right?" And to, that's spend energy. the <laughs> night with <laughs> us. Uh. <laughs> oh dear, we'll pay you to like, we'll we'll get you food and we'll still pay you and we'll and we'll still pay uh, you, <laughs> Kimberly. Kimberly, Kimberly, come on now. <laughs> Come on, this is a family show. Is it? <laughs> so we're anyway. back with a vengeance, everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tonight. It's very warm in this studio. It's very warm today. On today in general. It's, um, what I think it was like the hottest day of the year in the UK. Was it? In general. That doesn't on average surprise this me. Year, it's been this very, year, very, very today. warm. It has been. And it's supposed to be, wait for it, oh, God. 28 degrees this week. 28. Now, I know to some of you, everyone's like mm, that's cool that's warm no that is but melting. for people in scotland that is mega heatwave Whoa. territory yeah and i think not a single person will be in everyone will be shirtless uh, yeah at a taps off <laughs> i'm sure you're all aware of the taps off weather uh, i like to mention that on the tour <laughs> yeah because nobody understands when they come to Glasgow and it's even remotely sunshiny nobody understands why nobody has any clothes anymore Mm. well it hit like 15 the other day and I saw someone walking around in a pair of shorts and a tiny tank top and I was like aren't you freezing no (laughs) you gotta make the most of it when it's here that's what you learn but you only learn it after you've lived in the UK for years so the first years you're wasting all of your summer time because you're like it's gonna get warmer no it it isn't summer this is (laughs) winter literally as soon as the sun rises get the maxi dress and the flip-flops on because that's it That's your day. Well, I've got the flip-flops on. Yeah, I can see that. They're nice. I persisted through. I don't like flip-flops, though. No offence. Why? I mean, they look good in you, but I just don't like them. Thanks. I can't walk in them. Why? I don't know. I think think it might be because I have flat feet. Like, legitimately flat feet? Yep. Like like a penguin. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should just get little flippers. Little, like, (sighs) flipper shoes. Waddle about the place. That would be great. eat fish all the time. (laughs) that would be delicious. Yeah. No, they're not actually, like I've got an arch, Mm -hmm. but when I walk, the arch collapses. Mm. I feel like you guys listening, you're learning a lot about me tonight. (laughs) You know, we're almost family. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to my life. Um, so, in the setup of setting up the sound for all of this, Mm -hmm. we're discussing distortion. Yes. And pet peeves of distortion. Yes, um, just distortion in general. Just in general, when it, not like a general sense of things not fitting together. <laughs> not general no. distortion. No. Yeah, you should, you should have mentioned distortion. I yeah. should have clarified. Like distortion on a guitar. That yeah. sound. Yeah. That sound. That sound. <laughs> and <laughs> I like the recreation. <laughs> Excuse me, while I can I. I, I every time I say <clears> distortion, <throat> <do> you want <laughs> or to or say? Or... <coughs> it really tickles that distortion <laughs> <laughs> Is there a dog in we'll here? I have the power now. <laughs> don't please don't say it. Anyway, um the distortion <laughs> <in> a, uh, <laughs> it, it just sounds like sounds I'm going to be like sick. You're gonna I'm not going to do it anymore. Sorry. I know everyone's enjoying this, but I'm sorry. No one more than Let me. me take a sip of water. <laughs> oh dear. I told you before I came in here that I had a sore throat and then you mentioned distortion and and you you knew what would happen I can't help it (laughs) it's the way I am you're so generous it's okay but never again (laughs) I can feel the gigantic distortion (laughs) if I say it enough times will you reflexively just do it at some point I'll be doing it in my dreams (laughs) growling (laughs) You'll hear it. Oh, you'll be asleep, and then someone on the TV will just say, "Distortion." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Anyway, why Um, are we talking about distortion? Because because we hate it. Because we know a lot of people that like distortion. So we were saying young musicians in particular. Yes, the seventeen-year-olds, especially. Yeah, they love putting a distortion if they play guitar. guitar. If they play guitar, and I don't know what it is. I think it's that it sounds. Like a metalica. level above a normal picking a guitar and having a normal, like, guitar sound. They're like, this sounds pro. But it doesn't. No. Because you can't actually hear the music. You no. put it on so much, it's just... <clears throat> it out, drowns out everything time. else, but you can't explain it to them. If you try and say, that, no, 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 I'll just, I'll just turn it down <coughs> enough so that you can all hear it. No, 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 you'll be fine, you'll be fine. No. Never trust what them they say that. The other thing they do which annoys me, guitar players in general, but especially the young ones. Especially the young they can't stop playing. Do you know what I mean? Like they cannot. You're trying to do a sound check or something with a band, mm. and you're doing drums, and they're going dee, 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 on a guitar, and the guy, whoever's sound engineer, go shut up. Go, okay, sorry. <laughs> and then a few seconds later, diddle diddle, I said shut up. Okay. <laughs> Diddly diddly did. They cannot stop. And if you're rehearsing, it's the same. You're trying to do a song and they just start going diddly 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 Yeah, they start off on... This is oh the my thing. God. If you're doing a song and you pause to say, okay, let's do that section again, right? The minute oh, you that stop. you say oh. pause... They'll do oh, a fun song and then the other one will join oh, in and then yes. they're both sitting together riffing on something and then, and then the drummer starts then, oh, and then and yeah. then but then you like I was quite good friends with the drummer in my band we'd always just look at each other and be like how how has this happened again it's been 5 seconds how did people so quickly morph into this mindset of like I'm on a solo now yeah. <laughs> and I think it that's the reason you get so long if you go to a rehearsal studio it's always 3 hours minimum and it's so the guitarist can have 2 hours of fiddle time and you Never get anything done. You go into a studio for three hours and you're like, maybe I know the chorus now. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Who knows? It's awful. We're in a bad mood today. (laughs) We hate everything. What else do you hate, Kim? I hate indecisive people. Okay, yep. Indecisive people are annoying. Yep, they are. Especially when you're trying to consolidate plans. But what if like what do you ever have the situation with your boyfriend? Mm-hmm. where you go oh let's go out for dinner and he goes what do you want to eat and you go I don't know what do you want to eat does that ever happen uh, it happens all yeah. the time yeah it happens. so now you're being indecisive yeah and now you hate yourself but it's more it's more I don't usually say I don't know what I want to eat I'm like I don't care Ah okay. It's more of like a I'm open. I don't really. Just give me. But then if he's like I don't know either. Just pick something. I'll pick something. Like I'm not gonna be like. No, I don't care. Really, honestly, I don't care. I honestly don't care. You just choose what you want. I don't care either. And then you starve to death. Because you can't decide, and then it's 10 p.m. The shops are shut, and you've wasted three hours discussing it. Yeah, that's just sad. Yeah, just (laughs) pick something. Good, good shape. I hate olives. You hate olives. And I've had this discussion with you off air before. Yeah, we have. But somebody once told me that if you try something, food-wise or mm-hmm. drink-wise, 14 times, mm-hmm. you'll end up liking it, right? Uh-huh. And I've tried every time an olive is presented to me, whether it be on a pizza, in a little bowl, whatever, I'll try it. And every single time I've hated it. And that's been more than 14 times in my life. Have you tried it? And I tried keep putting it? myself through this torture <laughs> because one day I'm convinced it'll go, oh, I love olives. Do you like olive oil? Not really. It's the actual taste. I mean, I don't really taste it because it's in things. Yeah. But I would never go and, you know how full dip bread in olive oil. Mm. Yuck. Have you tried consecutively eating 14 times an olive? So well, an like, olive 14 times like in one an olive sitting. And then like, wait a minute, and then have another oh, olive, and I then think wait I'd a minute, and then sick. push yourself through it. And then maybe by the end of it, it's not as bad as when you started because now you're used to it. Or maybe that I'll, I'll have like post-traumatic stress. But well, then at least you know that olive. you're never going to eat an olive again. And you can just say with full conviction, mm, maybe. I get PTSD from olives, keep them away from me. Yeah, maybe. And then some, I get a pizza and there's an olive on it and I crumble. <laughs> and you flip the table, <laughs> run out of the restaurant, shouting, distortion, distortion! <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good life to live, isn't it, really? <laughs> I'd love to see you do that. Maybe I'll just um you. I'll just me to feed you. No, I'll like I'll hide them in food, so that um, you end okay. up eating. I like, got. Oh, I do like that. Yeah, like oh, I'll hide like it that. in like. we'll just have to somehow live together for like a whole enough days so that I can give you That's fourteen right. consecutive meals that each have olive hidden in them. Okay. And then you will have eaten fourteen olives consecutively. Okay. Yeah. Alright. See, so when you said you were going to do that, I imagined a. An interrogation sort of. An intervention I imagine being strapped to a chair with one light bulb hanging, swinging from a room and being forced to read olives. With olive pictures all around the wall. Yeah, and a dancing don't... olive going, It's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. But you're a nicer person than I thought you were, Kim. You're a nicer person. <sighs> I'm glad you think that. Yeah. <laughs> right, how did we start the show and end up on dancing olives? I don't, I don't know. know. This is what happens. This yep. is the show. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. Lump it. Like I lump my olives. <laughs> Lumped that. What about tapenade? Olive tapenade. What is that? <laughs> what is that? It's like crushed up. It's like a. It's like hummus, but made out of olives. You're so middle class. class. <laughs> hummus and tapenade. olives mixed together. Wonder, like, some <laughs> that sounds like hell because I don't really like hummus very much either. I mean, See I don't what? dislike it. I just think it's totally pointless. But what if you put it on like a sandwich with lots of other flavors? I'd rather have so it's not dry. You know, instead of putting like a sauce on a sandwich, jam well, on a savoury no, sandwich. No, I know you didn't. You did not <laughs> say it was a savoury sandwich. Why would I put on a sweet sandwich? I don't know. Okay, like <laughs> right, if I'm having a sandwich, Mary. <laughs> right? Top sat. Like let's talk top sandwiches yeah. now, right? Okay. I'm I ready. usually go for well. If I'm going to Subway, I go for a tuna every time. Cannot really? beat tuna. I love. Tuna. What if it's but oh, okay? I guess in subway it's not that bad. I've always loved tuna. tuna. sandwiches, I find because they're so kind of moist. The filling, the tuna soggy. mayo, yes. soggy. Oh, I don't want to say soggy because that makes it sound like. No, it's I quite like gross. soggy, but doesn't that make the bread also then soggy? Well, if you leave, it depends. You've got to get the right bread. But if sometimes <laughs> if you like make a sandwich the night before and wrap it in cling film, put it in the fridge, it's just mush can't do yeah, that no, you can't pre-make it you've got like you've like got that. to eat a tuna sandwich pretty much as soon as you made it mm. which is why subway is good because i put it in that's true it, eat oh. it great done. done but i do like a sogginess to it because i always get flatbread in it kind of it's nice do you not find that it's a little bit one textured no because you have crunchy things in it like lettuce <laughs> you go right you go i'd like uh oh six inch tuna flatbread yeah right? and they do that bit i've got good i used to be scared of subway as well why because i didn't understand it and i'd never been and i went in and they asked me all these questions and i couldn't hear what they were asking me and i didn't understand and it freaked me out yeah i've learned and there's a lot of choice and there's especially there when it gets to sauces and they're like what sauces do you want and there's like yeah. 20 sauces and there's no and they and don't like, say don't they don't say to you what would you like would you like chicken tuna beef blah blah, blah? they just say what do you want yeah like, I, I, I don't know yeah do you know what i mean panic i think that's maybe why i started the tuna because i saw tuna and i went i know that's tuna i'll have tuna <coughs> but i go a six inch tuna flatbread i had it today actually did you yeah and then they go cheese and toasted and yours always say yes because if you don't you should be chucked out right yeah you have to get it toasted isn't nah, it? no you have to no. cheese is the way oh i love cheese right and then you go when they ask you salad you go everything but olives and jalapenos right don't like jalapenos either don't I, like jalapenos because of how spicy, spicy. They are? yeah if you had them in smaller... I try and eat them in, like, smaller quantities so I can build myself up to eating a I'm getting a lot better with spice, right? Mm-hmm. My boyfriend's trying to get me to eat spicy things. I'm mm-hmm. getting better, but I'm still not there. You've just got to have a bottle of spice sauce that you put on everything a little bit, or chilli flakes. Oh, oh, I don't like them. Um. You don't like chilli flakes? No, it's too spicy. But if there's, like, a couple the problem, in the dish, you can't... Well, yeah, okay, if it's, like, one or two, it's fine. But the problem with spice, right... <laughs> Is I can't taste anything else Yeah, I just taste spice so that's too much where people then. are like oh I love it I can taste it it tastes really nice this kind of spice as opposed to this kind of spice and yeah. to me it's just fire I just yeah. can't no I totally agree I just can't differentiate I totally agree that. I totally agree but when when I was in Mexico uh huh, they basically the main food that you get is a taco not like a taco that we know with like yeah. lots of lettuce and cheese and tomato and all that it's the way just I a like tiny the sour little, cream yeah, hundreds of sour cream it is delicious yeah let's have tacos um, do you want to yeah, get tacos? Let's have tacos? I've been kind of craving a brie all day. We could just, after this, go and get some tacos. Yep. Let's do that. I'm still in my work uniform. But, <laughs> uh, but in Mexico, you get these little tortillas that are basically like the size of the palm of your hand. Uh-huh. And they've got a really I nice have a like, feeling. I've seen these before, Ken. Probably. Probably have. I think you maybe made them for me. I probably did. Yep. Because I'm obsessed. Yep. <laughs> because they're delicious little bites of heaven um but they have this amazing meat you can get all types of meat on there but basically it's just the tortilla and some meat mm-hmm. and then you have the hundred options of uh, spicy sauces. yeah i like i like make it yourself meals i like yeah. that so the thing in mexico is the the mildest of the spicy sauces is already spicy mm-hmm. like so- nando's they say it's they say it's mild it's not <laughs> lemon and herb it blows your head off you think well it's a slightly tragic but it's not a nice sensation <laughs> It's not a nice sensation. So, but if you start force-feeding yourself, if you're like, because when we were in Mexico, we're like, okay, well, we have to, we want some salsa. We don't want a dry tortilla and meat, right. so we'll put some salsa on it. Mm-hmm. And the first, like, two days, your mouth is pretty much burning off mm-hmm. the, most of the time you're eating it. Yeah. And then slowly on the third day, you start you realize, to taste again. it's actually, I can taste the flavor of the spice. And then after another three days, you don't taste the spice anymore, but you have to do it every day. Otherwise, and you train yourself up, and then if you take a long gap in between, then you're back to neutral, which that is what happens like with me. And now olive I have to do country. love country. <laughs> you Try enough spice, you will start to like it. Mm-mm. What about oysters? Love oysters. Do you? Yeah. No. Love them. Gina, oysters. It tastes like salt fish. water. Why would you want oysters? See, some people say to me about the olives. They're like, oh, it must be because it's too salty. But I love salty stuff. I don't think olives are salty. No, not really. I don't know. I can't. I just taste. Horrible. It's like I can see why you would around. think it's salty. It's that really quite strong, like bitter, savory flavor, but it's not a. Salty Sometimes flavor. I'll put an olive in, right, and I'll chew it, and I go, "It's all right," and then it goes, "No, it's not." It's like an after. <laughs> it's like, oh, actually, no. Wait, but you were saying you haven't had, you've only had black olives, right? I don't know what olives I've had. I think I have had a because green I one. Because I hate in the past. black olives. They're disgusting. Green olives are much softer and smoother. Do you just get black and green? <laughs> No other colours? Because uh, do you not get like ones green. that have bits in them that are different colours? Yeah, stuffed olives. Oh, they're stuffed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'd like them. I thought they grew like that. They grow like that and the have... seed is just a fascinating little bit of capsicum. Right. <laughs> See what honestly might do it, Right, I'm a big cheese fan. Yes. Right? Good. And I'm just thinking about, you know when you've got a dog and you're trying to get medicine down it? And you always roll it up in a bit of cheese, trying to disguise it. Yeah. And sometimes they know and they keep it in their corner of their cheek and they spit it out yep. afterwards. Yeah, But maybe that's the way to get olives into me. Wrap them Wrap in them cheese. Wrap them in cheese. Right? And just chuck it down there and see what... Yeah. See what happens. Do, like, a baked, you know, baked camembert. Like, get a camembert. Oh my God. And then stuff, like, two olives in, olives in the middle. <laughs> and bake it up and have a nice bubbly camembert. Oh, let's do that. Let's do that. I've got baked cheese. <laughs> yep. one. A friend of mine uh, put a photo <laughs> up and they had made dinner and it was like a lasagna dish full of pasta mm-hmm. and they were putting it in the oven with genuinely a huge block of brie that was like the size of someone's head just like chopped in half oh, yes. and like, just plastered onto this lasagna dish they're like this is going to taste good <laughs> You know the only cheese I've ever had that I didn't, and I didn't even not like it I just thought I would not have that again Mm-hmm Pineapple cheese. Mm. I don't like it no, when they put like fruit in cheese. I'm like, this is not. Although cranberry cheese is not that bad. Mm, but the pineapple cheese was way too far. Pineapple cheese is too far. So you've got chunks of ch- pineapple. I like pineapple on things. I like pineapple yeah. pizza. I'm not one of these yeah. weird sweet savory folk.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I couldn't handle that cheese. I won't have that again. No. It's just a bit sickly. It's just like, ugh, oh, you're just ruining good cheese. <laughs> I agree. With acid. I agree. Oh. Sad times. Um, sad. We should probably. Play a song for you. I should probably stop talking. Have a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is anyone's ears bleeding yet? That's mess, but mop that up. <laughs> and uh, we'll play uh, a song. We'll what are we song. playing? We're gonna play a song by the band Red Hearted Vibrations. Yes. They are the band of Craig White. Craig White, who's Mind him. been on our show before. We're pal Craig. And who we play songs of all the time. Yep, because so he's great. Know. And if
1: you But don't, this
0: song. Go and uh, we were discussing earlier. It sounds like uh sort of 90s noughties chick flick song yeah it's great classic Love classic it. kind of almost like sing along vibe you know yeah. in the rhythm of the music type thing like behind the scenes on She's the Man or Legally Blonde or yeah oh, what's a good one Never Been Kissed yeah you haven't she's seen just that not one? that into you she's just yeah she's just not <laughs> 10 Things I Hate About You yes oh. good one great That's so a just imagine good one. that when you're listening to it and it yeah. really vamps up the song in my opinion yeah. You know. It'll go with the summer vibes that are happening outside. Yeah. So way. if you've got any olives on you at the moment, just eat them at the same time. For the bigger experience. Maybe if you're listening to a good song and eating bad things it makes the bad thing better. That's the principle of uh, positive association, right? Yeah. So I mean that will yeah. work. Maybe I should do that. Maybe, you should maybe do every that. time I eat an olive I should eat a chunk of chocolate. Yes. A chunk of cheese. Yes. And then my brain. We'll or listen to your favourite song. What is my favourite song? I don't know. Anyway. Let's play this one. We'll play this one and you can decide. Okay, I'll let you all know. Yeah, I was a bit confused by the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I thought she was saying she'd be there to laugh without you, and I which, thought, "What? That's not very nice." It could also you enjoy be. laughing with that person, but it's actually but it's about getting over someone. Yeah, be be there, be better off without you, isn't it? Yes, be better off without you. Yeah, which isn't it? <laughs> I had to sometimes. Sometimes depends who it is. Mm-hmm does depend. Yeah. It does depend very much. Yeah. So we have um, a bit of a change of plan in the next few months in how we will run it's show. Gone <laughs> It's gone crazy. It's gone crazy. But basically... We've we're... been kicked out <laughs> of the normal place because our pal had a fight with a guy who runs it. So we've been kicked out. But, but that's cool. Uh, <laughs> but over the summer, so over the next few months, mm-hmm. uh, we will be mainly focusing on interviews with musicians. Yes. Uh, we have quite a lot lined up. Yes. Quite a few, quite a few good ones. Some of them are very exciting. Some of them are very exciting. A lot of them are releasing albums in the next couple of months yep. or have recently released So albums. expect lots of plugging coming your way. hmm Lots of different genres, mm-hmm. as well, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, All from Glasgow, from Scotland. All from Scotland. Yeah. All from Glasgow. Yeah. Not all from Glasgow. Most no. from Glasgow. Some most most yeah. of the most of the bands that we have we are, we find in Glasgow. We like to breed local talent. Yeah. It makes it easy for talking for to people. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like to work too hard. Would be nice to be able to say oh, I've got an interview with so and so in. With Brian Adams in Abstergo. Not Brian Just Adams. <laughs> That's not the right person. <laughs> Brian Adams is a... Yeah. Singer. Yeah. Brian Adams? Unplugged. That is who I meant. Did you just have a, a temporary like, that's wait, right. no, that's not who I meant. That's wait, right. no, that is who I meant. <laughs> Who's Brian Adams? Brian Adams. Good old summer of 69. Mm. But it would be nice to be able to just like, jet off to somewhere to... to, to one to, day, Kim, one day. Any uh, exotic bands that want us to fly out to like LA and n- interview you, uh, please, if you pay the tickets, we'll come. <laughs> Don't worry. We will free promotion for you yep free promotion for you you get us there and we'll do whatever you want Uh, but you know that Glasgow has become one of the the, it's becoming oh my goodness Glasgow is becoming one of the world's most like leading event capitals Mm -hmm. Uh, and the Hydro is actually the second busiest live music venue in the world not sure if I've mentioned that before so if you do want promotion (coughs) in this fabulous city let us know (laughs) We can make that Just happen. a few of the things we can offer you. Yes. I mean, I can't say I can get you in the hydro. I'm not saying that. But we'll try. We'll try. We'll try. We'll go and knock on that door and say, Oi, you've got this great band. Got some band. good music you got to hear. <laughs> I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I got some good. It's Nashville, Tennessee. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. Good. It good. is. Good on me. Good knowledge. Yeah, thanks. I find it funny how... <laughs> Most of the people who live outside of America or the yes. US are aware of at least a few states in America, right? We know that there's like LA, yes. there's California, New and York, New York and Washington, there's Washington State, and, and there's Ohio, Texas, and Texas, and there's and whatever, there's a bunch that I could probably Kansas. Them. Yeah. Because that's where Dorothy True. flew away from. But. We're not in Kansas anymore. We're not. <laughs> uh, but when you ask uh, an American. If you tell an American where you're from, so when you say to an American, "Where are you from?" and they'll say like, "Oh, I'm from Ohio." Uh, yeah, no, but they say the oh town, no, they say they do say they say, say it, exactly yeah. where they're from and then yeah. the state. Yeah. Right? yeah, they don't say I'm from America. They'll always yeah. say like, oh, "I'm from Nashville, Tennessee." Yeah, yeah, you're right. Or I'm from, Nashville, and then you're like, I'm "Where from is New that?" York, and they're New like, York, "Oh, it's in Tennessee." And you're like, "Where's Tennessee?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's in it America." Like in the United States of America. <laughs> But if, but if you respond in the same way feel like oh yeah i'm from i don't know if you were to say i'm from bridge of i'm from fife. I'm fife and they're like oh cool where, where's that right. like oh they have no awareness of the fact that they expect so much yeah. of our knowledge of their huge country the canadians do it as well though i've noticed i do yeah i haven't met that many canadians yeah that have just introduced themselves randomly to me yeah not so many Canadians, especially like travelling. I didn't mean that many Canadians. Really? It's just weird. A lot of many Americans, Canadians. A lot of Germans. Germans travel No, those everywhere. Germans are everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. I think there might be one sitting next to me right now. Not a real German. A fake think German. Second hand German. They're the worst. Go to speak to 20 in Japanese, Kim. Go. Ishi ni san chi go, rocker nana hachi kyu ju ju ju, ishi ni san ju si, ju go, ju rocker ju nana, ju hachi ju ku ju wow and i bet that was definitely probably not right <laughs> <laughs> any japanese people listening please do text in i'd like to know rate my pronunciation i am better. You, you were going very fast put you on the spot but that's maybe you know if you go fast you don't have to concentrate Rattling on each word that. yeah and it's more likely that you just rattle it off rather right, than okay, having here's to a mispronounce question pronounce individual here's words. a question you've just counted to one to twenty right yes in japanese but what is 14 in japanese Ha, you can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. Because you do it in one big word. No, one I have big to count. massive I have to thing. count from 10 to 14. <laughs> I'm like, 10 is uh, that. Okay, 10, two, 3, 1, I count my fingers. Um, i just asked him to do that because uh, I learned she can do that today. So I thought you're a fake German and you're a fake Japanese. <laughs> so there you go. I was counting the other day. Someone, um, <laughs> Someone <laughs> asked me what the time was. And I looked at my watch and I just reflexively started pointing at the
2: huh.
0: at the numbers because there's no numbers on my watch. It's just it's strokes. Just lines. So if I'm looking at it like this, it could be at any angle. There's no way to indicate what's up. Yeah. So I have to start. I'm, I'm like, oh, that's 12. But usually I do it in my head. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's 12. And then I know what the time is. Mm-hmm. But I did it with my finger. And someone was like, did you literally just point at your watch and count the hours out? Yes. The hand? Do you have and a I problem? And I was like, no. If you had your own watch, you could do that yourself. <laughs> Biatch. At least it makes me think more than seeing it <laughs> digital times. So go away. I broke my watch, and all day I've been looking at my wrist. Have like, you? Oh, that's no watch there. It's no watch. It's annoying me. You should have just worn it anyway. It's children, Kim. They children broke it. Children ruin your life. I don't have them, but <laughs> they pulled my watch off my wrist, and it had a nice beaded bracelet, yeah. and it snapped, and the beads went everywhere, and they started eating the beads. <laughs> oh, nightmare. We had a water gun fight the other week at my cub group. Fantastic! And it was supposed to be a really sunny day, so we were like, "Great, we'll get them outside, we'll do a yeah. water fight." They all came so Ready prepared. For the they water were fight. all week. They'd been asking all the other kids, "When's the water fight? When's it happening? Okay. When can we bring in the water?" Oh my guns? goodness! Anyway, it was raining that day. What age are these boys? There's It's all boys. No, there's girls too. It's Okay, screwed. And the so if it was all boys, it would be war. It's like four girls and like ten boys. Okay, so they are kind of outnumbered. Yep, and it's at an annoying, an annoying stage where it's like ages seven to eight and a half or nine. Okay, but so those, they're at the annoying are, stage. They're at the annoying stage, and those yeah. who are already like nine-ish are already too old for that group. they yeah. they want to play differently to the other kids, mm-hmm. and so we said we'll do the water fight anyway because they really wanted to do it. And we said, well, you're gonna get wet, and you're gonna cold. have to, it might be cold, but they were like, no, we really want to do it. So mm-hmm. okay, fine. And the parents gave them the water guns when it was raining, so obviously they won't have a problem with it. Um, So we went out, and everyone had a normal water gun that sprays, Uh like, you know, a A tiny little, like, pencil spray of water. Yeah. And one kid... (laughs) Here we go. One kid had an assault rifle water gun. And I don't know (laughs) where he found this, or who would sell this. (laughs) Because it's like, you just get attacked genuinely right like looks like an assault, all these individual barrels that feed oh, into main a main shooter them. and they all have these like centimetre wide holes and uh, when you push it, you're basically like dropping a bucket of water on someone and they're oh. instantly drenched oh. and he would just come up behind someone and, and, just go, to... and oh. you'd be drenched and we weren't even playing the game, and he came up and was just, like, killing us with water. And he, I think he sprayed it right, right oh. into my ear, oh. which is why I got sick. Oh. <laughs> so thanks, kid, with the assault yeah. rifle. And then kids. we said, you can't, after about five minutes of it, he was clearly just decimating everyone. Everyone uh-huh. was just, like, drenched. we like, people are going to get sick. This is ridiculous. And yeah. no one could fight back, because as soon as you go and try and get him, even from any angle, he'll just turn around and blast you. So mm. it's just impossible. And uh, and we said, you should have okay. Broken it across your knee. I was really tempted to. I was really tempted to. Oh, the do you look like on his gun, face as Jenny? well, the look of glee on yeah. his face when he's like really hurting these people, and like some of the kids were close to crying because they were like, I can't get away from oh. him, and I don't want to. They didn't want to walk out the door because he was standing at the door with the gun, like ready to attack them. A little power-hungry <sighs> minion. He is an evil little kid. But so um, <laughs> but we said to him, you can't. You can't directly shoot anyone anymore. If you shoot one more person with this water Mm -hmm. gun directly, we'll take it off you, basically. This is your last chance. Okay. So we started making it rain even more by just, like, like spraying it up into the air for some reason. And we were like, this is just a lost cause. Uh, I had a water Um, fight last night. Did you? Impromptu with the boyf.
1: Indoors Um, or outdoors? Outdoors.
0: So what happened? Right, yesterday was a hard day. Really hard day. (laughs) So... We have this strange bit in our garden and it's really long and narrow, mm-hmm. right? But we want to put a shed there, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a weird shaped shed. Yeah. And then we were just looking through a gum tree and we found a shed that's 12 foot long by three foot. It's perfect. Uh-huh. Perfect. Right? It's quite long and skinny. Just yep. put the bikes in. I see. Yep. Maybe a few spades, that Some kind of thing. Spades. Yeah, I like a good Some spade. Some spare fencing. Yeah, that kind of thing. You no know, a <laughs> shed. Shed like things. Pallets. Oh. Store your pallets. I could. For bonfires. I could. Yes. I could. It could just be a woodshed. It's going to turn into a woodshed. Yeah, yeah, Anyway. They have it two ended, and then one end is for uh, like bicycles and is, the other there end. There is, is wood. two doors. So there's a big main door and a tiny door at the back. Ooh. And then there's also, it's a very fancy shed. There's also windows on one side, right? It's a very nice shed. Yeah. And it's like a silver beach colour. That's what it's called. that's lovely. What's silver beach? Grey. You mean like the tree? The tree it just beach looks tree. It's just grey. Not a silver painted. beach. Like an ocean beach. No, it's painted grey. <laughs> okay. And the tin, because she gives us the rest of the tin of uh-huh. paint says Silver Beach right ah yeah okay so anyway we saw this shed on Gumtree yeah and on the website it's only it's, she's the woman who's selling it has only had it about a year mm-hmm. she said 18 months but mm-hmm. I'm gonna say a year right it was immaculate and um, oh what was I saying Oh, yeah. On the website, it's £550, right? Uh-huh, and we got okay. it for £150, Ooh. right? That's a big saving, yep. right? And it's pretty much brand new. Yeah. But the sort of deal was you get it cheap and then you come and dismantle it yourself. And we thought, that's fine. That's no problem at all. We're good at tools, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we arrived with some screwdrivers and that at 12 o'clock and we have booked the van for 2 o'clock, yep. right? And the van's costing us £30 and he's picking it up and taking it to the house. Right. And it's only down the road; it's not not far. So we arrive, and it took a lot longer than two hours. Uh, we mm-hmm. we got home at half past four, right? But in the process, uh, we had many a fight in a stranger's garden. And <laughs> what was the issue? Was the problem? It just more no, the problem was they'd use bloody nails instead of screws. Oh no! <laughs> it was <laughs> horrific, oh, and it was oh, like they had obviously built the shed as if. I'm never going to take the shed down. It's not coming down. This shed's here for 100 years. And all the nails were right, like, bedded in. Oh, it was a nightmare. An absolute nightmare. Did you ruin it? I mean... Well, we managed to get the roof unattached from the walls. Yeah. And we thought, this is great, because it'll fit in the van. The van was massive, 12 foot long. Right, we're like, let's just lift it up and walk it off the shed. Yeah. Put it straight in the van. Yeah. Right, so me and Harry, we lift it up, we start walking... And because it's 12 foot long and there's one of us at each end, the middle just goes, <laughs> crumbles inside the shed. I, I, I've been hitting the head, he's been hitting the head. We're in a mess, we're screaming. The woman comes out the house, you're right. The shed's like <laughs> broken in the middle, all bits of wood and nails everywhere, <laughs> and screaming and fighting. <laughs> we're fine. We're <laughs> but actually, it's okay. We've, Why? We, we need to replace a few What's panels. Living? But it's fine. So it's did just you, because the did roof you, did you say to the woman, I'm refusing to pay that much for it, considering you basically damaged it as soon as you put it together by nailing it together well, like you an should've. idiot. <laughs> no, but what had happened is the roof was not one big twelve foot long thing. It was actually three four foot panels. Oh I and see. we didn't realise and, and we took it up. Oh it was a nightmare. But didn't do the whole thing was a nightmare. Research, first <laughs> <very>. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, we eventually got it home all in splinters, right? <laughs> And we were so exhausted from the day. Uh-huh. You know, you go that, that kind of crazy way. Mm-hmm. And we're putting the... We're putting you go, the shed, like, to, hysterical? Yeah, crazy? like we kind of yeah. did at the start of the yeah. show, to be fair. Yeah. Um, we're putting it in the back of the back garden. Yeah. And Harry just picked up the hose. And then I was defending the house with buckets of water. <laughs> like, running about to different doors, chucking them out. And then I thought, this is great, because he was at the side of the house. And I thought, I can go up to the bathroom window <laughs> and attack him <laughs> from above. Yeah. It was great. Did you? Yeah, I did. You got him? Yeah, got him good. <laughs> but my rookie mistake was I'd filled up a few cups of water and left them next to the door, right, mm. for later assaults. And then the water fight had finished, right, and I'd forgotten about these things of water. Yeah. And then he goes into the house, like, hours later after we have done finished in the garden, and I was just enjoying the evening. I was sitting on the wall, looking at my nice garden, and he attacked me with two, <laughs> two things of water. And it's all right when you're in the water <sighs> fight because you're like, right, like, yeah, this is part. I'm like, you know what's, you prepared for yeah. the situation. But that was not the time. Right Ambush. down my neck. I'm in, I'm sitting there enjoying my like wee sun in the garden. and Then, right down my neck. I nearly died. You should next time that he's asleep yeah. and you've woken up. You yeah. should just go get like an ice cube or something and oh put it down God, his neck. It'd kill me it'd be great. It's the perfect payback. It is. It's a level up from water, but it's still water. Oh, yeah. yeah, an <laughs> ice cube. Just down, down just a the t-shirt. Little ice cube. That would be. Great. <laughs> I like your thinking. I don't really but do like that fun. many pranks though in my in my life. I like thinking of them. Oh, you should do them. It's good. But I realised that this is something I realised because I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. Growing me up. Me too. <laughs> See, the more and more, me and Kim get to know each other. We realised we're actually the same person. We kind of are. We're actually the actually same person. Just the same person moving back and forth very quickly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you have blonde hair and I, I have dark hair that's the only difference yeah but that's the light
1: Yes, yeah, light that's the light because we're moving tricks. so
0: quickly yeah um <laughs> super fast but because and we're good at accents <laughs> great great at accents you heard mine earlier it was great great um this shirt's dirty isn't it <laughs> that's dirty shirt sorry but Carry because uh, because I'm an only child I didn't grow up with siblings that pick on you or like play pranks on you when yeah. you're younger and over the summertime when most families go away, you basically are on your own and mm-hmm. you entertain yourself. So and you it's get great. used to I like it, right? That's I'm why do you like animals, animals a lot? Yeah. Today. Yeah. Because we didn't have any real life friends, and no. we had to use the animals. Exactly. It is. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. true. Exactly, right? You just understand me. I know, I do. <laughs> and that's why we like Lord of the Rings so much. Exactly. Because we were little recluses. I'd like, I'd sit in my room in the summer and pl- like replay it yeah. like a hundred times. It was great. It was amazing. Of course. I love you so much, Kim. <laughs> Um, but I think that that I've missed that because I I don't know how to prank people now. I've missed out uh, on the learning how to yeah. prank people phase of my life. Do you think we should try, like learning?
1: Maybe <laughs> we, we could be sisters. Prank each
0: other. And we just we'll just go and live in a house. <laughs> we'll go and move in with one of our parents or something, right? Why? And, and Why would you? With have to, I feel like you have to get in trouble for doing these things. <laughs> I see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, no my dad's not very good at getting in trouble. He's my mum. What if we just move in as maybe two couples? Yeah, and Harry and Liam could be the Harry and Liam can be like oh, the oh yeah, I can the they could be really strict. I can imagine them being strict, <laughs> yeah. and they stay up and drink wine at night, and we're sent to bed. Yep. That's the kind of level we need to be able to learn to prank properly. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. It's gonna be tough. They can be our referees. Yeah.
1: But we'll they're not the allowed game. to take
0: part. No. Which will be hard for them. No, they can't take part. They just have to get us in trouble when they find out what we've done. <laughs> See, my dad, he um, has a younger brother and an older sister, right? Uh-huh. And he he was the middle child, mm-hmm. obviously, in that scenario. And he used to, like, play all sorts of pranks on them, but they didn't know for years. They did not know for years. Mm. And one day... The, they had, like, a frosted glass pan- like window in the bathroom, mm. right? Um, he was... At the time, my Uncle Ian was terrified of, like, the boogeyman or something. He was mm. quite young. And my dad thought, oh, the best thing to do is wait till he's in the bath and sneak round and smoosh my face up against the frosted glass, <laughs> right? So Uncle Ian was absolutely terrified, scream, screaming the place down. <coughs> and they didn't know for years. It was when my dad was, like... 40 that he finally admitted to my uncle Ian. He said, like, Remember that time you were in the band? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Can you imagine that? My uncle Ian's been terrified his entire life of oh <laughs> what happened God. that night. Oh my God. And it was like 30 years later, he finally admitted it. How did he feel about it? My uncle Ian? Mm. I don't know. Probably cried a lot. <laughs> but my dad. I've been tormented my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> imagine a few punches oh, were thrown. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Sounds horrible. My uh, family is very strange, though. Like, yeah, that family. Because, but my grand and granddad lived in Campbelltown with my dad and his brother and sister, right? Where is Campbelltown? So Campbelltown's on the west coast of Scotland, mm-hmm. the Mull of Kintyre, that wee bit that mm-hmm. sticks out, right? Yeah. And at the time they were living there, Sir Paul McCartney mm-hmm. from Be- the Beatles. From the Beatles. <laughs> Moved into a house in Campbelltown, like Uh a big farm. And he used to come to parties that my gran was throwing, right? Mm -hmm. And my dad and his siblings were locked in their rooms upstairs and not allowed to come down. Paul McCartney was in the house. And they are not allowed to make any noise or come down the stairs. And um, I think my Auntie Lorna got actually depressed about it. And really? in the end, my gran had to go to Paul McCartney's house and say, can you sign this, please? But she still was not allowed to go and see him herself. <laughs> but my gran still says to people she meets, she goes, hello, I'm Wilma, I've sung with Paul McCartney. Mm. In the house. But she doesn't say that <laughs> bit. But yeah. No, obviously you can't say that bit. Very, very strange family. Very strange. But that's the way they are. I have a strange family. Yeah. My aunt hasn't talked to me Probably ever. since I was born. I don't think she's ever Really? No. Why you in particular? Uh, because she doesn't like my mum. Okay, so your mum as well. Yeah. Okay. But now she talks to my mum because my mum goes and visits more often. They have like a okay. basic understanding of like Life. dealing with each other yeah. when they have to. Uh-huh. Uh But she doesn't talk to me. She <laughs> never has. Even as a kid, she'd like come up and talk to my cousin who's like sitting right next to me and I'll be like hi and she's like what's Oh my goodness. (laughs) So nice. Oh that's nasty isn't it? That's nasty. But we just laugh about it now because she's basically like a recluse and sits on her own with her husband and they just like live in the middle of nowhere. Is she Agnetha from ABBA? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Do you know that she went she's the reason ABBA split up in the first place right? Mm -hmm. She went mental turned into a hermit and then married her own stalker. Did she? Yeah so she was living as a recluse and she was getting stalked and she went you know what come inside let's get married a bit creepy yep there you go are they still married? I don't know I'd like to know how long that marriage lasted yeah. whether she like very quickly clicked and went this is weird or no she's a weird one yeah but like well, no, no. if you stalk you someone know, that's if, quite weird as well yeah. I suppose isn't it it's mutually weird I have never stalked anyone in my life ever I've Facebook stalked people Oh, all the time, yeah. But not physically. That's weird, though, that you can actually digitally stalk someone. Yeah, and you, it's, and it's acceptable. It's socially it's fine, acceptable. But going yeah. and following them down the road, not fine. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird. You're right. I mean, I'm not saying it should be fine. <laughs> I'm not advocating No, but are you trying for... to ban Facebook stalking? Because that's, <coughs> that's a big part of my life. I think it should be, but then in the same way, it's up to people, right? Like people can individually choose whether you see stuff about them or not. So okay, everyone, interesting... I have some information <laughs> about Agnetha. About okay. Agnetha, okay. Agnetha Falskog. How so, is it?
1: What? How
0: would you say that? You're not Swedish. But... Are you fake Swedish as well? Yeah. Okay. I'm fake everything, Barry. Okay, good. <laughs> fake only child. You're yep. just saying that to try and lure me into a prank trap? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Parenthood, but with it's so much worse <laughs> so it says she has reportedly suffered from stage fright fear of crowds and open spaces that doesn't really make sense <laughs> doesn't does make sense at all come on and a fear of height amongst others Ooh. others <laughs> others oh <laughs> is she the uh, what's it called um, the blonde one no yes. no no I'm not <laughs> <laughs> well that's good Was that you clarified it? because yeah. I didn't know that either but thanks uh, no what's the name for someone uh, hypochondriac Oh, probably. It says amongst others, no. so that must mean hypochondriac. I don't know. <laughs> but you can't, how can you have a fear of crowds and a fear of open spaces and a fear of heights and a fear of, of stages? <laughs> Did you just throw that in there? <laughs> anyway, it says she's split from... Oh God, how do you say that? Ulveus. Ulveus. Who I'm si- assuming is uh, Bjorn. Or is it yes. Benny? One of them. One of them. Yeah. In 1979. And it greatly affected her. Mm. And that's why she sang, The winner takes it all. I and see. it was very emotional. Mm-hmm. And she needed therapy after that. I see. Right. As you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And then she married Thomas, Thomas Sonnenfeld mm-hmm. in 1990. So he's a stalker, right? Fields. And it was held secretive. Oh, and they divorced three years later. Uh, ah. So she did. She also held the secret of her mother Bridget's suicide and Ooh. her father's death. Now her mother committed suicide in 1994, and her father died in 1995, and she kept both of these a secret from everyone. That is murder. That is definitely that is murder. murder. That's murder. And she probably murdered Thomas Sonnenfeld as well. Is he missing? It doesn't say that, no, but I think he might be. Let's. Let's Facebook stalk him. <laughs> she probably just like married him, got fed up with him, and, and, thought, went, on a a anyway, and went on a murder spree. Yeah. That's a Yeah. That's a logical way of doing it, isn't it? Yeah. If she's scared if you're of everything kill else, people, then go on a spree. Might as well be scared of people living. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That'll be the next thing. Oh, dear. <laughs> I feel bad because she's a very, very talented woman. Mm. But the talented ones are always the crazy ones, aren't they? That is true. That's what I tell myself <laughs> to try and <laughs> ease the pain i'm very talented i must be very talented <laughs> not crazy not, not crazy. crazy uh so how long have we been talking a while <laughs> oh, we have interesting <laughs> updates <laughs> tell me more Barry. okay so Spend in 1997 she started a relationship with a dutch forklift driver very Ooh. specific wait what year is this sir? 1997, so that's after so that's her mum and dad died good... and she split up with the guy. So yep. maybe he wasn't the stalker. Maybe this Dutch forklift driver called yep. Gert van der Graaf yep. is the stalker. We'll oh, it, is. It, it is. is. it is a stalker. It is, okay. Because, oh no, but it was after. I've got this all wrong. Just read it out. Sorry. So, <laughs> in 1997, she started a relationship with Dutch forklift driver Gert van der Graaf. -hmm. After she decided to terminate the relationship in 1999, Uh he stalked her further at Um, her mansion. So he was already a stalker. Yeah, and he's just stalking a bit more. Yeah, and this (laughs) resulted in a court the issuing Vandergraaf with a restraining order, and he was deported to the Netherlands in 2000. So it's quite a big restraining order, isn't it? If you get deported as well, wait, a restraining order against him for her. And yes. then he gets deported, deported? to the Netherlands. Like that? Wow, so that that's, that's bad. Harsh. <laughs> He's a stalker. Returning close <laughs> to her home in 2003, he was arrested and then banned from entering Sweden ever again. Wow, he is hardcore. He must have been planning that the and then, whole time. <laughs> in 2005, the ban order from Sweden ran out, and within months, Van der Graaf was again sighted oh near my her God. home. <laughs> He's this been waiting at the border this for five guy. years. This poor guy. Imagine if she had been like, oh my God, imagine if it's <laughs> an elaborate prank and she's been sending him letters being like, yeah, yeah, no, I really want you to come back and move back here. And, and he's just like waiting for the day that he can come back yeah. and he comes back over and she's like, prank! <laughs> back maybe the she's prank. the best at these pranks. She is the prank master. Yeah. She mean maybe, maybe the parents' murders are a prank. Maybe it's all a prank. Maybe God. it's one elaborate prank. Maybe the parents are in on it. <laughs> maybe they love it. Anyway, we're maybe diverging. they paid the stalker <laughs> to send her crazy. Maybe, well, she was crazy before. Maybe her ex-husband paid the stalker <sighs> to stalk yes. her. she was also phobic of flying. Which turned worse for her during ABBA's 1979 American tour when the band's plane, heading to Boston, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. was short of fuel and hit a tornado, forcing what? an emergency landing. What? Oh my goodness, no wonder. Wait, did she have a fear of flying before yes, that? Yes, I feel like she's she's one of the negative thinkers. See, if you think negatively, yep. Things bad things yep. happen. Yep. That's her. Yep. I'm scared of flying. Oh no, we've run out of petrol and we're in a tornado. Yeah, oh, (laughs) that's bad. If she thought I love flying, they would have a lovely smooth flight and they would have got free popcorn. Yeah, and it would have been great. Yeah, it would have been a beautiful time. And she still needs therapy to deal with that fear.
1: Does she?
0: Yeah. Oh, and then, (laughs) oh my goodness, then she travelled by bus because she hated flying. Please don't tell me. And she says she narrowly survived a bus accident on a Swedish what? motorway in 1993. <laughs> this poor woman. Oh dear. This poor and then woman. she needed so much therapy, like from this split from Bjorn or whoever it was. Yeah. And that's maybe why she, why she married a stalker. Well, maybe. I mean, at oh, least she's always there. Wow. What can you say? What a girl. What a girl. If she just had a positive mindset, ABBA would still be going strong today. Although they are coming back, are they? Yeah. But then I'd be out of a job because there would be no ABBA tribute band. Exactly. So So we'll be thankful Thanks, for that. Thanks, Agnetha. Fault dog <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Sorry. we should uh we should probably wind up Yeah the show here today. It's been a funny show today. It's been a very mm. show. Hmm. Oh that was very Spanish. Was it? Yeah. Yes. Do it again. that wasn't as good (laughs) (laughs) definitely wasn't the same I can't do that I can't like impulse do something and then immediately recreate it unless I'm aware of what I'm doing the first time but it's funny to see you try (laughs) it's probably funny thanks no problem you can laugh at me for it (laughs) Uh, but that's what sisters do (laughs) (laughs) in the next weeks we have interviews with Alex Maxwell who we're going to play a song from before we leave today and we have interviews with, uh, we have interviews with Red Hearted Vibrations, who we talked about earlier. In I'm the doing show. it like um, a news bulletin, yep. if you're interested. Yeah, no, why. that's good. Um, we also have interviews with uh, Candy Thief or Diana De Cabarrus. Uh, and she is going to be recording a an interview and playing some songs for us as well. We also have interviews with Primes. and who's Olivia? Ba-da-ba-bam. Who are a great band who have all recently had debuts at King Tut's, so things are coming on the horizon. <sighs> so exciting! Arden. Lots of exciting stuff. Yes. So we're going to leave you with a song by Alex Maxwell Good called old Alex Max. What do you want to play? You choose one. There's two. You choose. That one. Did you just actually choose it, or just uh, press randomly go. swipe on my screen? Press. <laughs> Why is your phone hates Because I it, it hates me. Oh! <laughs> Come <in>. What's happened? <laughs> that was strange. You just pressed go. Without... I just pressed go. Just... Go! That's what I do in my life. That's what you do. Let's try again. We'll try again. Normally, uh, we don't play things off Kim's phone. No. Uh, now the we new know setup why has confused us. <laughs> Usually, it's. it's <laughs> I don't know what. We're more professional than we are tonight. So, Okay, Kim, I'll let you press go. Yeah, I'll press go. Here it is, and it's called. What's it called? It's called The Want Comes in Waves. The Want Comes in Waves.
1: When you put together pieces of a distant tale, you've got some bruises, but you're thicker skin. Giving up and looking back Wasn't time spent in vain You have to exercise self-discipline So hold my hand now and let me go You're just somebody I used to know now the wanting comes and we you please. If you just do care, you need to find yourself some middle ground. Cos the stories that we tell, somehow they shape who we are. So you hide your scars, we make new friends. Oh, so hold my hand now and let me go. You're just somebody I used to know. Cost your name, no, I always choked. Never caught the corners, I always hope These mattered walls are forcing me to reflect the water. Those me to the reptile, the one comes in waves. Those me to the reptile, the one comes. Oh, the one comes. So hold my. You're just somebody I used to know So hold my hand and let me go You're just somebody I used to know